It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Hey divas, I can't be the only one who feels this way, but do you sometimes procrastinate practicing? Cause I do. And here are some causes and tips that I found that I think might help with that. So let's just jump in. There's about eight of them. So hang in there. We're gonna talk through these eight causes and a couple of tips when it comes to procrastination. So number one, obviously being the, like the huge elephant in the room, which is like perfectionism, right? Who doesn't feel this way? Perfectionism gets in the way because it just, we build up this unrealistic, you know, bar or standard in our brain. And then we don't, we don't practice because we're like, well, I'm never going to get there. So I can't, I can't be perfect, so why even try, right? And then we put it off and we don't get to it. And then we feel like crap because, you know, we probably haven't prepared the way that we should have for whatever it is that we want to do. Do not let perfect be the enemy of the good. So your tip for this is, is just, it doesn't have to be perfect. I just have to try. I just have to do the thing. I just have to put in the time. So remember that this is, I am not, I am not working on perfection. I am working on consistency. I'm working on accuracy. I'm working on getting 1% better every day, right? Number two is fear of the unknown, right? So uh, fear of the unknown, when it comes to practicing, you know, we don't know, we don't know how it's gonna go. We don't know what things we're gonna bump up against. We don't know what challenges we're gonna feel when we're working on new repertoire or new roles or writing a new piece or whatever. We don't know what challenges we're going to have. So we procrastinate so that we don't have to go run into those challenges. <laughs> so we're going like, well, I don't want to find out if I'm going to have a problem. So I'm just going to procrastinate so that I don't have a problem until I create that problem instead. So fear of the unknown is, is keeping us from getting in there and trying things out and learning and growing and challenging ourselves. And so I, this is a, the tip for this one is like growth mindset to the max, right? I want you to realize that every time you get in the studio, you're saying, I'm getting better at this. I don't, it's very similar to perfectionism is fear of the unknown means I am here to learn and grow. I am here to get better. I am here to bump into challenges. And that's exactly why I take why this is a job, why this is like a, a profession, why this is something that not everybody does is because there are challenges and you are up to the challenge. So every time you enter your practice room, say, I am up to the challenge. I am, I embrace the unknown. I embrace the uncertain. I know that I'm getting better at this little by little. Okay. This is also another big one that I'll do it later. Number three, well, I'll do it later. Whew, later just never comes, does it? <laughs> like, so I'll do it later means I don't know where this fits in my calendar. And I don't, you know, I, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I definitely said it recently where I, was, I strongly believe that budgets and calendars are moral documents <laughs> because it shows you what you care about. And if I don't see practicing on your calendar, then I know that you are not as serious about this because I'll do it later turns into I'll do it never. 
And you are the only one who blocks off time that says, this is time for the thing that I care about and I'm gonna do it. I don't care if you're the kind of person who does 10 minutes a day or eight hours on one day, whatever it is for you, whatever practice time strategy you like, I wanna see it on your calendar. I wanna know that you have dedicated a specific time, not just any random time that I can kind of squeeze it in. Number four. Oh, whew. oh, this, this one's cutting me deep right now. <laughs> Working on small tasks because they're easier. <laughs> like, okay, we procrastinate some of our biggest work in this life by doing things that are not that important. Do you remember our Eisenhower matrix, that uh, microaction Monday from a while ago, where we talked about, you know, important and urgent versus non-important, non-urgent, and how things fall into those different quadrants? We can fill up our entire lives doing small, non-urgent, unimportant tasks because they're easier and they're right in front of us. Right? If I just focus on doing this thing, if I just, I don't know, clean out my inbox or something like that, that might be mine. I don't know what yours is. <laughs> but, um, but if I focus on this, this thing that's right in front of me, or somebody just asked me to do this really easy thing, it's no big deal for me to help them, right? What are you saying yes to that means you're saying no to yourself? And vice versa, when you're saying no, a gentle loving no to something or someone, how are you saying yes to yourself and your bigger dreams and your bigger goals? It's a lot easier for me to take on small, easy, manageable tasks and then go, oh, I'm out of time to practice for today. I really can't or I can't because my neighbors will get mad at me or whatever it is for you, right? Oh, I've just run out of time. Can't practice now because the kids are asleep, right? Whatever it is, you have, you have decided to fill that time with other things. And I want you to just take a look at that. Okay. Reason number five, you experience a lack of motivation. I'm going to also call this one emotional urgency because you have not tied whatever it is that you're doing practice. In this case, you have not tied practice to the emotional urgency to see your biggest dreams come true right? You, you aren't, you aren't feeling that hunger or desire to see the biggest dreams. You really don't feel like that's even available to you. So you're like, well, why would I, why would I practice if it's not going to go anywhere? And trust me, divas, I, oh, I felt this one real hard at the beginning of pandemic. Maybe you're like me in this case. Um, when all of that, the cascading canceled gigs came through and I was like, well, do I even need to practice? I mean, nothing's going to happen for a long time, for a very long time. So I didn't have emotional urgency around, around being in the practice room to see those gigs realized. And then I had to like renegotiate for myself and be like, what are the other reasons that I would need to be in the practice room so that I can see these things happen in my real life, right? What are the other things that I want to experience and taste and feel so badly that I'm going to get in the practice room and do this 
real work that is uh, solfeging, counting and clapping, you know, practicing with a drone, like practicing, you know, with uh, facial expressions and learning this coloratura bit by bit by bit, right? <laughs> like, whatever it is. So I didn't have, you know, the my primary emotional urgency was taken away in that situation. And I didn't immediately reconnect with emotional urgency or motivation. So I had to do some internal work to say, like, what are the other things in which I find motivation? What are the other things that I find emotional urgency around to experience such that I can get in the practice room and make this happen? Right? I'm not going to keep procrastinating. Woohoo! I want to take a heartfelt moment to thank Sarah and Josh for being part of the Sybaritic Camerata Listening Circle on Patreon. They're helping bring you this episode right now. <laughs> if you'd like to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash That's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N. Now, let's get back to the show. Oh, a great one. This is a really great one. I love talking to clients about this one, which is you're unclear about how to get started. So when we're procrastinating something, I definitely with my clients, whenever we're talking about big projects and they care so deeply about this big project that, that they're embarking on, but they keep pushing it off. They keep pushing it off. And I go, okay, is it an emotional urgency thing or are we missing some information? That's it, immediately where I go with this kind of questioning is, okay, we already talked about emotional urgency. So I, now I want to talk about, I've got a missing piece of information. I don't know how to get started. Sometimes it's because I don't know how to, I don't even know how to start my practice session, right? Or I don't know what to work on. I don't have all of the information. I'm, maybe I'm waiting for information from the director for what, what it is that we're supposed to be, you know, what, what we're preparing for whatever. And so just think about what are all of the ways that there might be some missing information. Another tip that I have around this is is to ritualize the beginning of your practice sessions. This is one that works really well for me. And I did this a lot in my voice lessons so that my students felt like they always had this ritualized beginning of the lesson. And honestly, it's so straightforward and simple. The beginning of my practice session is a five note descending hum. That's it. Five note descending hum. I start every single practice session like that. It just helps me check in with where my voice is. And it ritualizes the beginning of a practice session because then it puts me right back in that frame of mind of probably where I left off in my last one. And so as I'm doing that hum, everything's kind of coming back into place. I'm looking at my notes that I left for myself from my last practice session. I'm remembering things. By the time I'm done with that hum, I can choose other technical exercises to work on, or perhaps I'm just jumping right into repertoire, or I'm working on some other skill that I need to build. Distraction is a big one. Distraction and procrastination go hand in hand, right? So, so one of the things about procrastinating practicing time is being aware of the ways that you allow yourself to be distracted or the ways that just happen that you're distracted, right? I don't know how all of our body chemistries work, how all of our attention spans work. And so, but we can be more aware of that so that the kind of readily occurring, regularly occurring distractions, we can minimize those when we're trying to get ourselves into the practice room to make, make progress happen. So, I mean, you're going to hear, like, obviously the major, like, bugaboos. 
about this are, you know, phones, like social media, whatever. But also maybe mine is like, okay, I get in the practice room and it's close to like where the, the pet food is. And then I go, oh, did I feed the dog today? <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, or, or if you, if you've ritualized some other part, say it's like, oh, I always have you know, a candle burning when I'm practicing or something like that, but you run out of matches. This is another distraction where you let yourself go like wander off and start working on this task instead of just getting in there and practicing. So take a look at your practice space and ask what are the, the, the big, the, what are the biggies when it comes to po potential distractions? <laughs> What are the things that I'm probably going to do when I get in here? So ask yourself about that and then see if you can minimize those or come back to that idea of ritualizing the beginning. So the minute that you get in your practice room, you've started, you've started the ritual so that it's like putting your shoes on or getting started with something. You, you're already going to go. You're already making it happen. And then your last one is you know that the task will require effort and hard work. And this is somewhat related to fear of the unknown, right? I, I will absolutely procrastinate the crap out of something when I think that it's a huge mountain instead of a little tiny bump, right? The more that I see it as a mountain instead of chunking it down into little steps, I'm going to go, there's no way I can do all of that. Oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. <laughs> So if you're like me, uh, start chunking stuff down. Also, one of the tips that I try to do is create a punch list at the end of the at the end of any practice session for the next session. So that punch list, I really want it chunked down as much as possible, so that when I'm think I'm not like oh the the B section of this aria or whatever. Uh, it's not it's not all of that. It's like in measure 68, work on the this interval here, work on the counting from measures 12 through 17, right? Those kinds of things. I'm chunking it down. I'm really like making a, a punch list for myself and I leave it with my materials so that the next time I open, you know, I next time I open that, I go, it's my iPad or a binder or whatever. Next time I open those scores and I go, oh, Okay, here's my here's my punch list from the last time. As I'm doing the ritualized beginning of my warm-up stuff, I go back through and I go, okay, I can jump right into those things unless I have some other technical things that I need to work on before I get into that rep. So that when you think that it's going to be this big thing and you go, oh, well, I definitely need like two hours to figure out that really difficult section of the Chiarino, whatever it is, then, then you will then you'll procrastinate because you don't know where that's going to go in your calendar, right? If I say, okay, I'm tackling one measure at a time, right? Or I know it's going to be work and effort, but remember growth mindset, I'm up to the challenge. I'm getting better at this every day means I'm going to put myself in that practice space and I'm going to take a small part of this and get better at it. I'm going to isolate these, these tricky passages, just work on that for the amount of time that I have, and then I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep building onto this. Okay, divas, I want you to live your best practice lives. Practice really is the number one, you know, anxiety killer. It's the number one, like, performance anxiety killer. 
is getting your your practice and preparation like down. So so have a great time. Be joyful in your practicing because you've you've built in all of these ways to get better at it, right? To not procrastinate, but to enjoy what you're doing and to grow and challenge yourself. All right. Okay. Tell me all about your practice journeys. I love to hear it. Find me on social media, (laughs) all that good stuff. And as always, stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.